welcome to the Booming It podcast where we lift the lid on breastfeeding and tell you what it's really like. I'm your host Ruth, founder of BoomingIt.com and mama of two. On the podcast, I'll be chatting to people about their breastfeeding journey in the hopes that their stories will help and inspire you. From time to time, I'll also be joined by some special guests. So let's get on with the show. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Sarah, who's a breastfeeding mummy, and we're going to hear a little bit about Sarah's story. Um, Sarah was good enough to share her story in my upcoming breastfeeding book called Breastfeeding for Beginners, which will be published soon. And in the book, Sarah talks about her breastfeeding journey after having a C-section. So I thought she'd be a really great guest to have on. We can explore her story in a little bit more detail, and um, hopefully her story will prove really helpful and um, inspiring to some of you listening today. So Sarah, welcome. I know that you're mummy to little Leila and yeah. um, your breastfeeding journey was, was a few years ago, but I think by sharing it, it'll really help a lot of people. Um, so my first question is, was it your plan to breastfeed from the beginning? Um, initially, no. And at think it probably weirded me out ever so slightly to begin with um even though my mom had attempted to breastfed me and, and had breastfed my sister you know and we talked about it and stuff it wasn't like it was a taboo thing in our family but yeah. I just always was like um no you know if, if, if I can do it I'll try it for the first wee bit you know to give the bit the best bits as they say yeah. um I'll, I'll try that and then if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't it'll not annoy me well that's initially um but then actually when it came to it uh with to have Layla and things we just we struggled and things and um I had three miscarriages beforehand so I then had to take injections and hormones and things every day to help me maintain the pregnancy so I was like oh well I can't do that you know the way most people can and then actually I went to go in for my stretching sweep very near the end of my pregnancy and the doctor was like oh you know your pelvis is quite small and you know we might struggle um you know with everything that you've already been through you know I think she just didn't want to put me through any more potentially traumatic things because she'd said that you know there was maybe an 80 percent chance of like forceps delivery or emergency c-section or something like that so we kind of had a chat about it and we're like right okay so you know c-section is probably going to be the best option and then that was the Monday and the next minute I was booked in for the Friday of the same week and it was just like whoa all this is happening but um yeah no because of of certain things that I guess I always just took for granted everybody could do no bother that I struggled Mm. with then it kind of got to the breastfeeding and I was like, well, Layla arrived and I was obviously delighted. And it was just like, literally, I will do everything in my power that I can to do whatever you need, you know, and breastfeeding to me was, was part of that, you know. Yeah. Um, so that was then I was, I think, really determined that I wanted to give it a go and to do it for a good length of time if possible. And what was the... Um... Thank you for sharing all that with us. I mean, that must have been so difficult um, to overcome all that you overcame and then to be told that you 
um it was their pelvis was you know too narrow and just one thing after another you're thinking come on give me a break yeah pretty much yeah so I think that is what sort of flipped it for me not necessarily that I think that if you don't breastfeed you know that that that's no good I genuinely think it's it's your own personal choice and it's a feeling that you'll either have or you don't have yeah and you know different circumstances might lead you to change your mind but I think it's just being open-minded to it yeah you know I think think that's a great way to approach it actually just to be open-minded and not to close yourself off to anything because you know in your case you weren't really that you know you weren't convinced you were going to breastfeed. It's maybe not something that you really felt strongly about. And yeah. then because of all the, you know, the challenges that you encountered even before Leila was born, um, it wasn't really until probably far on in your pregnancy. And then after giving birth that you thought it just hit you that, oh yeah, I want to breastfeed. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of women start off, at, you know, in early pregnancy that they know that this is what they want to do. Um, and other ones, I think a lot of women are in two minds and just uh, you just want to take it a day a day at a time and see how it yeah. goes. And then there's other people that just really do not want to breastfeed at all, and nothing's going to change their mind. But I think um, I think being open minded is a good way to approach it. Um, yeah. So once she uh, once Layla was born, um, safe and sound. What was that first feed like? I take it it was it, it happened in hospital shortly after after you given birth yeah basically they they obviously they got Layla out and everything gave her to Chris and then got me all stitched back up and things and then brought me into recovery and and brought her in with me mm-hmm. and I mean it wasn't like a glamorous thing it literally was like um like do I feed her now or what because obviously like I didn't know um it was my first and I've not really been around a lot of pregnant people but yeah basically the nurse just grabbed my boob and just popped it in there and, and away you went. It. it was just sort of happening and I didn't even care that it had been manhandled it was just no. like well I don't know what to do so yes if you can yeah. show me then then brilliant and I mean they can only show you so much like until yeah. you actually see it happening and and yeah. feel what it's like you know all they can do is help you get it in there in the first place I know so, they, they always ask, do you mind, do you mind? And I, I just was like, no, I need to be shown what to do. I don't know what to do. So did Leila, uh, did she latch on? Did she suck from the start? She she did, yes. There, there wasn't any issues with regards to that. It was more for me, kind of the positioning yes. and getting it whereby when she was latching on, she was actually able to get milk out, Right. you know, there was no issue like with the the suckling as it were you know mm-hmm. she, she had that down but it was me getting it in the right place in the first place you know mm-hmm. it was the same with pumping for me too though as well I just have really bad aim it's just I think it's one of those ones <laughs> just to do it and you know your frame of mind helps but yeah, yeah was, definitely so what position was, do you remember what position in those early days worked for you yeah, just basically sitting with her in in my arms, sort of yeah, with her tummy facing me ever so slightly. Yes. And so I would do that. It meant that I could sort of, you know, pat her wee bum or, or stroke her wee leg while she was feeding. Plus as well, I got to look at her wee teeny weeny ears, which I just couldn't take my eyes off whenever she was born. So it was like a win-win. 
expectation for everyone because yeah. she was obviously comfortable. It was as much contact with me as I could do. But for me, actually, it was probably my second night in hospital. And by that stage, like, I think it was this boob here. The nipple had gone a bit sore and a bit blistered because obviously she wasn't maybe latching on in the, the right way. So it was it was irritating, that kind of thing. Mm. And and it just felt like, it, it just felt awkward, really mm. awkward, like unless someone came and actually got it in initially for me because obviously you're worried about putting it in too far and choking them or something. Um, as well, Layla was quite mucousy when she was born because it was a C-section. So, you know, she would have just gone like all of a mm. sudden, you know, on mucus. So you were always conscious of her not being able to breathe or, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So I personally find that bit of it quite tough. Mm -hmm. Plus, I'm one of those people that if I can't get things straight away, it really bugs me, you know. So mm. I get annoyed at myself. And then the more yeah. annoyed I get, the more weird it felt. So mm -hmm. that second night in the hospital, they hadn't come round to ask Chris to leave. And they normally asked him to leave at about 11. So I just, I think I turned around to him and was just like, would you just please stay with me until they physically kick you out and just help me like try and do this if it feels yeah. awkward. And he must have stayed that night till nearly one o'clock. And just any time we kept trying it and dear love him, like he was trying to help me too. But I mean, he hadn't a clue what he was doing either. <laughs> but it was one of those ones oh, blindly nearly. But, um, but eventually, I, can't, I, I just felt like I got it. Like Brilliant. just that, that we both got it. And yes. It. And then I think, because I was so proud of myself, I, w I just instantly sort of relaxed. And then I was able to go, well, do you know what? This will work sometimes. And maybe if I keep trying, it'll just start working more. And I think that was it. I think it was just sheer determination yeah. um, of him being able to stay that wee bit longer and not giving up. And I mean, I am very impatient and very hot-headed. So that is like... <laughs> The hardest thing for me to do but when yeah. it comes to like, I just seem to have more patience than I ever thought I could so it's amazing what being a mummy uh, shows you you know it brings out a new side of yeah. your patience <laughs> yeah, one thing I never thought I would have much of um, but <laughs> yes I uh, proved myself uh, wrong so that's good I suppose for I, I think that's lovely when you said Chris stayed with you to help you because you know partners can play such a important role in breastfeeding you know you hear more negative things a lot with them um, with partners with husbands that they feel they don't feel part of the breastfeeding journey that they may be are a little bit resentful of the breastfeeding that they would like you to bottle feed or or this and that or how will they bond with the baby if they're not breastfeeding but partners and in my experience as well were were absolutely pivotal and a big part of why I continued to breastfeed because I had I had my partner's support. You had your partner's support. Yeah, yeah. And I remember my partner, I was like, would you just look at the latch? Um, is this what, is this what, you know, does this look good? And, you know, and just that reassurance and the fact that they're as invested in the process as you are. And that, that alone is so it's, it's can be so important and it can actually make or break, I believe a breastfeeding journey. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's bad enough trying to do something that you think all women should just be able to do with you know what should just be like oh baby's out here we go yeah you know we're, we're made to do this kind of thing 
but it is tricky and you do need to get your groove and it's better to have someone else there who's just as clueless as you <laughs> to a little bit less bad yeah if you're struggling and even if it's just to have a laugh well that's what I was going to say at the end of the day you can giggle about it you know definitely definitely. you can't take I think you can't take yourself too seriously especially if you're sitting there with your boobs out you know if anything you're going to have you need to have a laugh about it yeah no definitely (laughs) although I'm sure you've got that support from someone exactly yeah if, if you don't have a supportive partner or you maybe don't even have a partner you know, seek out somebody that's in your court that's going to you know help you and lift you lift yeah. you up and say you can do it because uh, sometimes that all, that's all it takes especially if you're having a rough day um you know you, you just need that person or somebody to keep going and if you can't find it in your real life you know yeah. i i'm a big believer in find it elsewhere go online find a facebook group or something somebody you know, find like-minded people that can um, that can help you through just going to take a quick break in this interview I wanted to tell you about the upcoming Bibbing It book which is going to be available towards the end of February 2021 it's called Breastfeeding for Beginners and it's going to be a positive and practical guide to the ins and outs of breastfeeding and there's also going to be lots of inspiring and empowering mama stories within that too so you can go on bibbingit.com to find out more information and to sign up to be one of the first people to receive the book and also to receive a discount code towards the book so that's bibbingit.com for more information so um, if we think about now you've left hospital, so you're still kind of getting to grips with um, breastfeeding. Um, how, did it, how does it go in the next few weeks and months? Well, for me, initially, the thing with breastfeeding was comfort because of the fact that I'd had a C-section. So the likes of my sofa that I'm sitting on now, like my knees are nearly up to my head. It's like a really low sofa, very comfortable, but not very practical if you you know have a very sore stomach I actually had bought one of those wee nursing chairs the wee rocking ones and because they're quite high up and the back supports good I felt that that was the way that I could do it downstairs because getting into the sofa was a nightmare so um that was good for me also with again with having the c-section um because you're not supposed to be lifting and bending and doing all that sort of stuff. When I had Leila in the Moses basket beside me at night, it was just saying to Chris, like, can you lift her for me? So dear love him having to come out of the bed or climb across the bed to lift her up and give her to me. Now, again, he didn't mind. So um, I got used to asking him because I was just like, well, the last thing I want to do is make this worse or pop a stitch or something you know so for the first I think for about the first week I was super careful with that but then I started getting up and about quite soon after having my c-section and doing wee bits and pieces and stuff like that and I do think that just doing that really helped with my recovery Mm -hmm. um so it meant that I was able to start doing bits with Layla myself quicker you know um but again Chris had taken three weeks off for paternity leave you know he'd added holidays on and just to have him a bite because I'm obsessed with hoovering so even something as simple as can you run the hoover around the downstairs for me 
to do that chilled me out, which yeah. meant that I was much more relaxed with Layla. And yeah. honestly, again, the thing with partners, I'm breastfeeding just wee simple things that are yeah. real bugbears for you. If they can do those wee teeny things that you really want to do yourself but can't, mm-hmm. that is so helpful just for your peace of mind. And then again, that will go down into your boobs and into the baby. I, I do believe it all feeds into. I love that. Yeah, completely. I mean, when people want to know how they can help a new mummy, it's not necessarily by holding the baby or feeding the baby. It's actually by helping the mummy. It's the mummy that's recovering and that needs your support. And by helping mummy, as you say, that feeds, that you feel good and then that feeds into your baby. Him doing the simple act of hoovering, almost because obviously I take it you're quite, you like things to be clean and things. So that probably reduced any anxiety that you were feeling and you were just able to concentrate on on your baby. And um, it was great that he was able to take that time off and you know, and you'll never get that time back. And, you know, you're probably in a daze and, you know, after a C-section, extremely, extremely sore, you know, so you need that additional help. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you had that support in those, in those early weeks anyway. Um, talking about when, once he went back to work, when, when was it for you? When did you return to work? Well, for me, I took, well, I, I have an, a wee admin job that I did like four days a week at that stage. So I took a full year's maternity leave off from that. Um, I also have my own business. Um, I do beauty therapy. So I think I went back to work two weeks after having Layla. So obviously what? I was just, yeah, well, obviously I was just sitting at it doing nails. Do you know what I mean? But still two a- weeks. Wow nine months pregnant so I figured well if I don't have as much belly out the front it'll be easier so I did that two weeks after and then just continued that so I worked the whole way through my maternity leave doing my beauty stuff oh my goodness um, but but yeah when when I went back to, to work yeah I did I, I did I, I just went back into that because it was easier it wasn't sitting in the office all day plus I'd always said because I had been teased with maternity leave three times I was like, by God, when I get my maternity leave, I am taking a year. I am making the most of it. I don't care if I'm skint. I don't care what it is. I just want this this year. And I've got to say, I loved it. Um, And I breastfed for 11 months of it, you know. So brilliant. To me, you know, and I know I'm not going to have any more kids. Do you know what I mean? You know, we've decided you were happy with one and everything like that. We don't feel like anything's missing. So oh. it's like I can always look back and go, I got my maternity leave. I took the full year, really made the most of it. And, yeah. and I got, I was able to breastfeed myself. I was able to do that. Yeah. And I was able to do it for as long as she wanted to. So, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so um, I've, I've got good memories from that. So that's good. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, with regards, you said there that you, you breastfed her until she was 11 months. Yeah. Was there, um, I know that you, you know, once you give birth little, you were like, oh my goodness, I want to try breastfeeding. From yeah. there, did you have any, did you have any like milestones that you wanted to hit with breastfeeding after that? Like, did you want to get six months? Did you want to get it to a year? Or were you just happy kind of taking it day by day? I think for me, initially, it was six months just because I thought, you know, it's all the good wee bits. You know, you read a lot of stuff and that, and you know, it's it's obviously they get good from it 
however long you breastfeed, but it's in varying levels as to how much they need it. So kind of it was get to six months and see how I feel. And just every month that went by, I was like, no, I don't want to actually give up maybe getting up three times in the night to give her a wee feed or even if she just wants a wee comfort, you know. I just, because I did enjoy it so much, I just then kept going until I felt comfortable doing it. But I was very lucky in the fact that Layla quite naturally eased off it when we were on holidays, you know, what, about 11 months? So that then made it easier. It was kind of almost like we both were like, yeah, we've done that now and that was brilliant, right? On to the next sort of stage. I know that sounds really cheesy, but we just seemed very in tune with each other yes and so I just kind of went went with whatever she wanted and it it sort of worked out well for both of us so it was good that's nice that you both sort of felt it was time and you know yeah I know that there are women out there that really struggle to get their child off the food. Maybe they've they finished. Mummy's decided she's finished with breastfeeding but baby hasn't or vice Mm. versa baby's um finished with breastfeeding but mummy's still you know she doesn't want to let go of that part of their their journey but um I'm glad that worked out um so I've got one more question for you um I just want to know have you got any you know if you were speaking to a new mummy right now that's just about to you know embark on their breastfeeding journey is there any tips or any words of wisdom that you would give to them um loads but I don't I don't know whether it's actual wisdom or not but for me I honestly honestly believe that happy mommy means happy happy baby you know stress all of that I definitely believe feeds down into your children and breastfeeding can be a really really lovely experience and for some people it just doesn't work and that's also okay too you know I honestly believe every family has to do what's good for their family and what works for them because we're all so different. So just try and relax into it if you can. It honestly does work better when you are a bit more chilled out. You know, find a wee way that's that's comfortable for you, particularly after a C-section. Do keep taking your medication initially just to keep the pain away. It does ease up after about a week or two, you know, for me anyway, it did, but... So as regards to breastfeeding with a C-section, definitely that initially because you will be less sore, which will make you feel more relaxed as well. Yeah. And I think just if at any point you find that it is getting stressful, like for me, the way I chose to do it was to not breastfeed much in public. So I would have timed feedings a lot, not even timed them as in like thought into it too much. But after a wee while, we had our routine and you just sort of knew or else I would have pumped and brought the bottle with me. So that way I still felt like I was doing the best I could for the giving her breast milk. But I wasn't having to do it because it wasn't comfortable for me. Not because what I thought I was doing was wrong, but because other people, just some people, it makes them uncomfortable. And, you know, that's fair enough each their own. So for me, I chose not to do that so much. If it doesn't bother you, do it just. Just do what feels comfortable for you and that will then help it work, I think, better with with your child as well. Yeah, completely. I think um I think once you it's like anything in life really, do what feels right for you and 
Um, and if you're happy with your decisions and you feel comfortable, then like you say, that'll feed into the baby and baby will be happy. Um, yes. That's such great advice and you have such a good attitude, Sarah, about it all. Um, thank you so much for being a great guest on Boobing It. Um, yeah. And I, I'm sure that will be helpful, especially for maybe those mummies that are listening that are, you know, maybe know that they're going in for a c-section or that's possibly on the cards and how to deal with that because something as simple as just remembering to take your pain meds because i would say you know you, you could get into that when you start to feel a little bit better then you maybe don't you skip you know a painkiller or something and then you end up feeling really really sore and then that leads you to be feeling really grouchy and you know so I think that is that something like simple like that is a, is a really good tip for mummies who are listening. You might be going um, going in to have a C-section, but thank you again. Well, good luck with everything. Um, I oh, think this you. is really, really brilliant. to this episode you can find more breastfeeding stories and information on boobingit.com and you can also follow the boobingit community on instagram facebook and twitter see you in the next show